A 62-year-old woman is brought to the emergency department because of extreme weakness. The patient is stage 4 in renal disease and she says that it has been 6 days since her last dialysis. Laboratory study shows potassium level as 7.1 milliequivalents per liter. ECG shows large peaked T waves and an interventricular conduction delay. Which of the following is the most appropriate next step in management? A. Albuterol B. Bicarbonate C. Calcium gluconate D. Insulin or E. Sodium polystyrene sulfonate The answer here is calcium gluconate. Before we look at the major takeaway and main explanation, let's discuss why the other answer choices were not correct. First, albuterol. Salbutamol, also known as albuterol, shifts potassium back into cells and is used after the risk of arrhythmia. It is also used to treat high blood potassium levels, asthma, exercise-induced bronchospasm, and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. B. Bicarbonate. Bicarbonate is an intermediate form in the deprotonation of carbonic acid. Bicarbonate helps shift potassium back into cells and is used for the risk of arrhythmia and in use of calcium gluconate to stabilize the membrane. C. Calcium gluconate was the answer. D. Insulin. Insulin is a peptide hormone and is taken as subcutaneous injections or inhaled insulin. It helps shift potassium back into cells and is used for the risk of arrhythmia and in use of calcium gluconate to stabilize the membrane. E. Sodium polystyrene sulfonate. Sodium polystyrene sulfonate is a class of medications called potassium removing agents and it works by removing excess potassium from the body. Sodium polystyrene sulfonate is used to treat hyperkalemia. And now the major takeaway. Calcium gluconate or chloride followed by measures to reduce serum potassium levels is the immediate treatment to stabilize cardiomyocytes and reduce the risk of arrhythmias when hyperkalemia is present. Hyperkalemia is recognized on ECG by peaked T waves and widened QRS complex. And the main explanation. Hyperkalemia refers to an elevated concentration of potassium in the blood. Normal serum potassium concentrations are 3.5 to 5.0 milliequivalents per liter. Levels of greater than 5 indicate hyperkalemia and less than 3.5 indicate hypokalemia. Hyperkalemia is characterized by malaise, palpitations and muscle weakness. Hyperventilation indicates a compensatory response to metabolic acidosis, which is one of the causes of hyperkalemia. Often, however, the problem is detected during screening blood tests for a medical disorder or after hospitalization for complications such as cardiac arrhythmia or sudden cardiac death. Kidney disease and medication are common causes. For diagnosis, the measurement of potassium is repeated and blood tests for kidney function, creatinine and blood urea nitrogen, glucose, creatinine kinase and cortisol are needed. ECG is obtained to determine if there is a significant risk for arrhythmia. With mild to moderate hyperkalemia, there is a prolongation of the PR interval and development of peaked T waves. Severe hyperkalemia results in a widening of the QRS complex and the ECG complex can evolve to a sinusoidal shape. 
When arrhythmias occur or when potassium levels exceed 6.5 millimoles per liter, emergency calcium gluconate and lowering potassium blood levels is the most appropriate management.